0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 49 of the Hallow Bass, Bass Fishing Podcast. This week, talking with content creator, YouTube fisherman angler Debo's Fishing, uh out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Pretty interesting dude. Uh, we talk a lot about tackle, we open a bunch of boxes, we show off a bunch of baits, look at some custom baited crankbaits, some hand time jigs, talk about some chatterbait alternatives, lots of cool stuff. I think you'll enjoy it. We do have two giveaways during this episode. To be entered in the giveaway that you'll hear about, but you can't see, you're going to have to head over to my YouTube video and leave a comment. I'll put a link in the description, or you can just search Bass, look for that Debo video, leave a comment. You have one week to get into this giveaway. We'll do a live pick for both of the winners on next week's stream that will be with Connor O'Connor from Arsenal Fishing. So Lots of cool stuff this week. Uh, Make sure you check it all out. Uh, Enjoy the episode. This week, the Hellabass Bass Fishing Podcast is brought to you by Arsenal Fishing. Arsenal Fishing offers premium custom made performance apparel and tackle. Arsenal delivers a wide variety of custom designed baits, accessories, and tools, along with unique utilitarian apparel for all outdoor enthusiasts. As part of their support, you can use code HELLABASS15 to save 15% on all purchases at arsenalfishing.com to support the show. Now let's get back to helping you catch more bass and suck less. All right. There we go. We're live. What's up, Debo?
1: What's up, man? Appreciate you uh, having me on the channel.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I, I really like had this like dream aspiration of like being creative and like have some intro where like Debo from Friday would like be in a video and be like <laughs> creeping up and like be some dramatic entrance and then like Yeah. And then I realized that I I ain't got time for that.
1: <laughs> I hear you there, man. No shame.
0: What's up, Darius? Uh, Shadow Bassin. A couple of the regulars pouring in. I am mystified as Wonder Car is a random box. Hmm. Well, I'll explain that, actually, how I acquired some random boxes to open tonight. So that's a good question. You get some random boxes every now and then, Debo, things just show up in your P.O. box?
1: I have I have a few things that show up, yes, sir. Actually, Epic Eric, I've got some a nice little package I got from him the other day. I might have to show those. I forgot about those.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> random some, stuff maybe all some time. secret shaky heads in there or something like that? That's
1: it, yeah. Y'all probably saw it on a video, but... They're just cool. I can't wait to use my head. I was talking to a subscriber today about him. He's like, dude, those are sweet. When is, when is he going to start selling those? I'm like, dude, hit him up.
0: Yeah, Does what some I, sweet stuff. I've been meaning to like order some of his decals. It's like on my list of things to do is to order Bass Lab stickers and like he, maybe get one back here and like kind of support. Um, but I haven't done that yet.
1: Yes, yeah, so he's got some some sweet stickers. And when I at the time I got them, I don't think he had them or I didn't know about it. So, felt like a dummy, but
0: yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, tonight, a couple things on the agenda. I got some, uh, some random tackle to show off. Um, I think Debo might have a few things as he might show off. So be kind of bait centric and tackle talk tonight or wherever the show takes us. We'll definitely have some time for a bunch of questions. Um, do want to say thanks to Arsenal for bringing the live stream this week. Um, so Arsenalfishing.com. Uh you can use hella bass 15 to save 15% off. Uh, so that is a new perk of the show and we thank them for supporting it. Um, I do have kind of a little announcement next week. I got this arsenal prize pack. We're not going to open it tonight, but this thing is full of goodies. And next week's stream, we're going to give this away. We might give something away tonight, but this is next week's. So, um, Yeah. So that being said, uh, maybe just a little bit, like maybe not every, I think some people like know who Debo is, but uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like
1: what part of Iowa are you from? I'm in Cedar Rapids. So southeastern side of Iowa. Um, I don't know how far from you. Where are you at in Minnesota? I'm just south
0: in Minneapolis. So it's, uh, okay. I want to say it's right around three-ish hours. Actually, my, Mm -hmm. uh, My mother's grandpa lived in Cedar Rapids for several years, so we'd go down there all the time and do like some pre-Thanksgivings and things like that. Um, We used
1: to have friends that lived up in Minneapolis. That's a fun city. I haven't been up there for, it's been probably four years, but go up there and hit the Timberwolves games. I'm a big basketball guy, so we have a beautiful stadium.
0: I've never fished anywhere near Cedar Rapids.
1: (laughs) Well, there's nothing really great in Iowa. That's why there's no no tours or anything that come through here. The Mississippi mm-hmm. is probably the biggest. Right. I fish um,
0: the Mississippi, but yeah. I always, what is it? Is it the, what is the river there right in town in Cedar Rapids? Cedar. Is Cedar. Is there yep. like bass in that or is that not? Or
1: there's guys that fish like the dams, the roller dams and stuff for, you know, catfish and stuff, mm-hmm. but um, probably the backwaters and stuff. I just don't know. I don't fish the river ever really. So.
0: Yeah, uh, Thomas wants to know if you want to break down, like, the gopher schedule for
1: basketball or anything. Uh, Well, do we play again? I don't remember. I think we might play one more time. Uh, I'm not scared. Ohio State coming up tomorrow, I'm scared.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, I honestly, like, at the beginning of this uh, whole COVID thing, I finally cut the cord, <clears throat> and I just haven't been keeping up on sports now that I've done that. Like, it just – It's not on TV. I don't have cable. Like I don't seek it out, so uh, I'm behind. I heard the Gophers are decent this year, um, but I haven't really been watching them. So
1: they got they got a pretty good team.
0: Yeah. Other than uh, shout out to Adam Bartusik, I follow his Twitter and I get his like in game reaction. So it gives me a gist of what's happening on a day to day basis um, for the for the Gophers. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's good. I actually went. I went and watched uh, because some of my. uh, Wife's parents or wife's uncle—they have some season tickets uh, for Iowa. Oh, nice. <clears throat> so I did go to the very first trophy game. Was it for the Heartland between Penn State and Iowa, like a Heartland Trophy or something like that? Mm-hmm. It was like the first they just started a trophy game, and it was probably like ten plus years ago, and that was the first time. I don't remember which the one trophy. they have. But so that's that's my uh, about all my Cedar Rapids news. No, not even the Twins. We've made some moves. Yeah, I don't know. I, I watch the Vikings because they're on like local channels over the antenna, but that's about it. And that's not until it gets too cold. Like uh, when it, when the water starts getting slushy, then I start watching the Vikings.
1: <clears throat> Might as well watch TV instead.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so I got uh, so you do a lot. I mean, you got a, a little boat. You kind of hop around, do some ponds, a lot of shore fishing. Yeah. How um, big? How big a, how big a radius do you cover around cedar rapids
1: uh, uh it's tough yeah i wish i could travel more but with my job and stuff and kids and school on the weekends i would say maybe like three hours is kind of tops that i mm-hmm. can get out to i wish i could do more but okay yeah that's not it. bad
0: so you yeah. got your, your your favorites your kind of your haunts that you hit up and yep how much how much time do you spend exploring new water versus kind of rotating through your favorites these days <clears throat>
1: Um, It depends. Now that I have the boat, like before it used to have a a crummy trolling motor on it. (laughs) So now that I have a decent trolling motor, as long as it's not super windy or whatever, you know, a lot of the uh, lakes and stuff around here are pretty small. So, you know, a couple hundred acres to a thousand acres is kind of the the average size. So perfect for a little John boat. You know, I don't even have a gas motor on it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it kind of depends. I mean, you kind of get in your rotation, but this year I definitely tried out new places. Um, I've got some new places marked for next year. So I always like to try to reach out to different spots. I don't always fish the same stuff.
0: Sure. And like, is this like word of mouth? People give you little tips. Are you like a Google Maps? What what kind of tools are you using to hunt out your new stuff?
1: Yep. Google Maps, <laughs> word of mouth, um, DNR, like our DNR website here in Iowa is great. It lists all the public waters, you know, regulations, stockings. Um, so that's a really good resource too.
0: Yeah. Zeb wants to know, do you ever fish Brushy Creek?
1: A couple times, yeah. I don't get over that way much. Um, last time I was there, I caught a muskie on bass tackle, so hmm. that's fun. That's yeah, it's a good place.
0: <clears throat> well, cool. Well, let's maybe see what's in the first one.
1: Mm. So this
0: is my first experience ordering from Shields. And oh. to be honest, I actually got these new scissors today, these battle... Raid battle scissors. We're just gonna use them for a uh, a box opening scissors today. But they come with a little sheath and some screws so you can mount them like on a cooler or a tackle box or somewhere in your boat.
1: That's pretty so, sweet. I'm thinking they Those might be end good up, for
0: like right here, and this could be my like box opening scissors, but I haven't, haven't had be good for the time. ice shack too. Yeah, that could be good.
1: So. Seems like I never remember line cutters there.
0: Ooh, they feel solid, nice, nice grip. They feel you got this serrated so they they'll grab the braid right so i basically ordered some stuff from shields because i ordered some new hockey masks because my daughter plays hockey and uh like the in mask ones so she doesn't have to have them on her face when she's trying to skate and i needed to get to fifty dollars to uh have free shipping so um so i've been in a few shields and out of state pretty nice stores i know the new one eden prairie is like an amazing like it's like almost like a or maybe even better like experience. I will say the online shopping experience at Shields not as good as the in store experience.
1: What didn't you like online? I actually just ordered from them too not too long ago.
0: I just found that like trying to like if I knew exactly what I wanted and I was searching for it, I'm sure it'd have been fine. But I just wanted to like browse for some stuff to see like what Mm. and I just felt like that experience was there wasn't any good way to filter to get down. Like it wasn't, it was kind of clumsy. I don't know. But so I just grabbed a couple sides. fives. Somebody said one time that this color is supposed to be good in the spring. I don't know if you've, you've heard that. Do you get, do you throw much red in the spring where you live? Is that a thing? I do
1: for sure. Yeah. you feel like it, it connects? I, absolutely, I didn't buy into it for the longest time. I'm like red, like I never threw it. I, you know, stuck to my shag color chartreuse stuff. Right. But yeah, probably I don't know five years ago started, and I'm an idiot for not. Are these,
0: do you have any fret sides?
1: Yeah, I just grabbed some. Yep.
0: Yeah, this is the. Uh, well, these are. They don't exactly slip out of there.
1: I think I might still have one here. Unless I put away. Oh, I do. From uh, I don't remember whose show that was on, but. I have one of the little uh, chartreuse here.
0: Is that the five? Kind of that yeah. faded chartreuse kinda nice little bluegill imitator.
1: Yeah. Chartreuse so this Black packaging
0: Batman is like favorites. fierce. They're in here. They don't just slip out. <clears throat> but yeah, so I thought, you know, this was uh this appears to be proven. I don't think it's just hype. Enough people are catching them on them that uh that aren't sponsored by Berkeley, that I believe. <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to be solid
1: cranks. I'm excited to try it.
0: So you just got some. You didn't throw any last year.
1: No, huh? I just got them after ice. So
0: The hooks appear sharp enough that I stuck them in the blister. So that's, that's good. Yeah, they're fusion hooks. They're, those fusions yeah. are nice. So there's kind of a close-up of that. Yeah. Let's see that's what's solid. going on. Debo is the Shields. Or bigger than ours in West Des Moines.
1: <clears throat> God, it's been forever since I've been to that Shields. Um, It's pretty, it's pretty good. The Coralville Shields is pretty good. Actually, the one in Waterloo is pretty good, too. I've only been there a couple times, but they had stuff that ours didn't, which is strange. When I ordered from them, I, I bought uh, some ice fishing jigs and stuff mm-hmm. online, and the thing that I thought was weird is apparently they actually ship directly from stores because I got, like, five packages – and in like three of them, there was literally only one little tiny ice jig. Like, <laughs> so did it come package in a box like that. like that too? No, it was in like a you know the plastic padded mailer poppy envelope. Yeah, I'm like sure. so they they must ship from different stores, I guess. Yeah,
0: we got I got my masks in an envelope, and then I yeah. got these two crankbaits in a box. <clears throat> um, Dad Bod says the shields are massive in Texas. We have supposedly a massive one in Eden Prairie, I haven't been to yet. Um Ryan wants to know, do you have clear or muddy water where you're fishing?
1: Um, so I didn't know it for the longest time, but I'm actually pretty lucky with the, the number of different fisheries we have because, like, I'll talk to guys like, you know, I, I was talking to Tackle Junkie the other day. Um, he fishes pretty much only muddy stuff. And I've mm-hmm. talked to guys who only have, you know, like clear water reservoirs, you know, that are really deep and et cetera, et cetera. And, like, we have a, a huge amount of everything. Like, you can hit the Mississippi, which might be really muddy, um, we've got some little grassy lakes. We've got, uh, you know, like impoundments, like gravel pits that are super clear, like a reservoir. Sure. So we've got, I mean, we've got a, a bunch of different types, so it's nice. I get to kind of dabble in a little bit of everything. Very cool.
0: Yeah. We got a lot in Minnesota as well too. I would say it, it's probably more clear than anything, but if I get down South of the cities down by Fairbault, Mankato, we get more of those. Yep. <clears throat> kind of fertile, muddy, or kind of a no, more stained, darker lakes. And then when you go north, you get those weedy, clean, deep, clear lakes. So DadBot said he's fired up for the new Z-Man cross Eye chatterbait. Have you picked up any of the cross-eyes yet?
1: No, I have not. I've looked at them. I picked There's up a couple some people that
0: like, keep saying, like, they're they're good. they be worth a worth a shot.
1: Hmm.
0: How about you? Have you got any of the red? Do you buy any of the fire chatterbaits?
1: <clears throat> I do have a couple of those, yeah. After the big, huge surge, I'm like, I got to see what the deal's about. Yeah. So I did grab some.
0: This thing, I don't know. I like this. I mean, it's compact, it's got a nice profile. You can feel like with those weights in there, it's gonna cast nice. I that mean, that this, was my big thing.
1: This you know, like feels like it's gonna
0: generate a lot of bites. Like good fish, and I feel like numbers wise, this feels like this could be really good this spring. Kind of still happy that I uh put those in the cart. So what, so you've been ice fishing a little bit and, uh, yep. buying ice jigs. What, what are you stocking up on? Like, what have you been, what have you been acquiring? Like, I mean, you don't ask, I mean, you could show some of it, but just in general, what is, what's been on your hit list to kind of like get ready for spring?
1: There hasn't been a ton, some finesse jigs. I've, the past few years I've gotten into finesse jigs. My buddy Randy got me into that. Um, I was always a huge Ned guy like in the mm-hmm. spring. Um, but yeah, finesse jigs, huge, um, so just kind of experimenting with some different ones of those. Like here's actually, I've got a bunch of stuff laid out from the last live, but here's one from Cumberland.
0: Sure. Our boy Tin Horse Monty likes those Cumberland Pro Jigs.
1: Yeah. And they've got like the little two wire keepers, which I love because I was shocked at the number of people who don't bend their jigs. That's a good question for you. Do you bend your, I don't really have a good one, but do you bend your wire or, uh, Uh, brush guard on your jigs or no
0: like do i modify it at all yeah do you
1: do you vm out or no
0: yeah so like here's like my main jig that i like to use is Bass tech tungsten flipping jig um what's up sean i see you in there um yeah so like out of the pack they come pretty straight right what so i'll kind of see like you know because some You know, some uh, jigs are like, you'll see some variation even in the same brand, right? Like some will be stiffer than others. You might get a bit of goop or some glue that sticks out or maybe some paint, right, that clumps around there. So if that's the case, then I'll kind of determine like, is it, how stiff is it? And then like sometimes I'll break that if I feel like it's too stiff or like loosen that up. But the other thing I do like to do is I like to to V them, right? Like kind of split them in half. For sure, and uh do that right and for two reasons it it softens them up a little bit but then it widens it right so that when that jig's coming through cover when you spread it out more likely your jig's going to kind of deflect around it versus like pushing over and just hooking onto it so um that's kind of like yeah that's my typical thing um although if i get one out of the pack on any jig model that's like too soft, then I might not mess with it for fear that it gets <laughs> too soft. But um, is that kind of what you do? Or are you doing anything different?
1: Yep. No, hundred percent. That's, I was shocked at the number of people. Like when I'll talk to them about jig fishing, that don't do that. They just fish them straight out of the pack. And yeah. Yeah. Like you're saying, because like, if you have it go over a log and it rolls over, if you don't have them veed out, like that's, that's when you get snagged and stuff. So yeah. veeing those out really helps.
0: Zeb says, uh, there's an ice derby in Prairie du Chien this weekend.
1: Oh man, there was one um uh, I think at Lake Iowa. I don't remember if it was there last weekend or where, but there's also the holiday uh holiday goodness how my
0: hmm.
1: uh holiday lake. It's like a private lake here, but they had one uh last year that was pretty fun. You have to be like a member to fish it, but on one day for ice fishing they opened it up to the public. Hmm. It was pretty fun. There was some big yeah. perch cut out of there.
0: Chad, I do not have my witty flats anywhere near me. Um, but I would say the witty, I actually, I don't have any witty flats. I've only got the witty regulars, but it's definitely a thinner, more flat, but I don't know. I guess I don't have the flat witty and I don't have my witties anywhere near me. So, uh, what is your favorite situation? Clear water, stained, dirty, where are you more productive? You want to go first so we can both answer that one?
1: Um, I like stained water. If I can have like two feet of visibility, that's where I feel most confident. I hate super clear water. Like if I can Mm. see down 10 feet, that scares me. Stained to dirty is my favorite.
0: Yeah, I would say day in and day out, a little stain, a little color, two, three feet is kind of really nice. But uh, clear water doesn't freak me out by any means. Uh, We get a lot of that up north. So I guess if it's super clear and there's no weeds, that's a little like... But if there's weeds and vegetation, then I have no problem. Oh. Yeah,
1: that, that doesn't mean either. I'm sorry. I should have said like clear offshore stuff. Like if you sure. if you put me in real clear water and say fish offshore, nope.
0: Yeah, although if it's smallies, then I don't mind. <laughs> See, I just
1: don't like, I'm not big in the electronics game. I got a, what is it, a hummingbird or no, a Lorantz something to put on my John boat that's got like the down and sure. side imaging. And I've never had that, like just a real simple. You know, depth finder is all I've ever used, so I'm interested sure. to, to mess with it.
0: Nice. Yeah, I just upgraded. Uh, I had a 959 on the front of my boat. Just upgraded to the Helix 10 for the front. Nice. So. Um, it actually uh, showed up the day after I left for Pickwick for the national championship. So I had bought it <laughs> thinking I was going to have it. They'll put it in my boat, and then it showed up while I was like halfway to Alabama. So,
1: I got figures.
0: All right, people are asking for more lures um,
1: i got i'll go grab one man.
0: so while we're waiting for uh evo to get back i've got a slightly bigger box from sixth sense and uh so a week or two ago six cents put a bunch of stuff on clearance and then i used the Bateman code and they stacked, so I got a bunch of stuff for close to 50% off from Six Sense. Uh, I actually
1: I ordered because you posted that, dude. Thank yeah? you. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't got mine yet though. They were back ordered on some
0: mine stuff, just though. came in yesterday, so I was a little nervous it wasn't gonna get here in time. But uh, so yeah, I grabbed some stuff. I've dabbled with Six Sense. I had bought some of their uh uh flat crush 77s that I've had some pretty good luck with. Um I've done well on the quake, so I was like, I dabbled in him, and I had seen enough that been productive, and I was like, well, I'm going to try some other stuff. So, uh, oh wow, they actually put my order in a bait sack. That's oh, that's kind of pretty cool. sweet. Yeah, I did not know that. So these, I not Unlike Batman, I didn't pre-open these. I know he likes to pre-open his. Like this is this is raw and real. Um, while I'm looking here. John Welsh says, "Debo, uh, love your YouTube. Do you collaborate with any bait companies on designs?"
1: Yes, I work. No, 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 <laughs> I don't. I work with myself on bait designs. Nobody wants me designing baits. <laughs> I've uh, I've been painting for the past two years, so it's been a fun adventure. No.
0: Yeah, Alex, they do stack. So anything that's on their sale page, you can use Baitman uh, to save an additional ten percent. So. They do look like a Crown Royal bag. I would agree. I'm not um, so here's a, a Quake 70 and kind of a red. And I realized I'd had a, a deficiency of red crankbaits uh, in my box. So this is their uh, Crimson Craw. So I feel like that's a pretty standard safe bet. I was surprised to see just a nice, solid quality color in the clearance. So um, I think I grabbed two of those, yeah, there's another one. <clears throat> well, they really packed them in there. Oh, uh, let's see here.
1: Yeah, I think a bunch of people ordered after you posted that because it was super picked over by the time I hopped on.
0: Yeah, so I got a couple provoke jerk baits, they're 106. Um, so I got the Shad Sense and the Violet Panda, but. I've been a big I don't know. You throw a lot of jerk baits, but most of the jerk baits I throw are Mega Bass 110s. Um, so I thought I've heard good things about these. They're obviously about half the price. And I probably shouldn't always throw $22 jerk baits. So I thought i would give these a whirl. They seem pretty solid. I've heard good things about them. I really like their hooks on the Sixth Sense. Um, it's a good color, though. I like this. Like, I was kind of, I mean, like, I felt like. <laughs> You know, you got a chartreuse belly.
1: You've got a chrome purple. I mean, like,
0: I don't know how you go wrong with that color.
1: What they call it, what panda?
0: Violet panda.
1: Violet panda. That's what I would imagine. I wish I would have ordered more
0: than one at this point.
1: Yeah, I personally love their jerk baits. The 4K shad, I've had the best luck with here. Okay,
0: so you throw in the provokes quite a bit?
1: A ton. I've only had one mega bass. Uh, And I lost it, and I kind of vowed after that I wasn't going to buy them ever again. I had the old, you know, the KVDs, the old Strike Kings, the old Rapalas that I threw just because I had a bunch of them for so long.
0: Sure. And this one's a Shad Sense, which is, I don't know, basically kind of a translucent, sexy shad with a little bit of purple. It's hard. I don't know if you can really see that, but there's like just a tinge of pink or purple trans, like on that belly. It doesn't really show up on the camera, but I can see it. You'll have to take my word for it. I've done really well in a similar color in the Mega Bass on that, especially on the yeah. river.
1: That's the thing I like about the six and stuff. Like you're saying, the hooks, good paint job, solid hooks. You don't have to change anything out. I think somebody said that was VMC made those hooks for them specifically. Mm-hmm. It didn't yeah. say so on the box, so that kind of puzzled me because I, I was looking at these triple grips. They don't look say. like
0: anything that VMC sells, they look like a yeah. type of triple grip. Um, Let's see what I got in here. All right, so I got a couple of the hundred X in Crimson Crow as well. I don't know if that's a color they're clearing out. Maybe they're replacing it with a different um, <clears throat> red version. But I don't know. I feel like I needed to uh, to bulk up my red supply. Have you used many of their square bills?
1: Um, I had one. Uh, I want to say early last year. I lost I just picked up some more though Whatever the mini one is the mini Like six foot diver I'm the most excited To use like
0: the, is that the curve 55 <sighs> I
1: don't remember that might Be it yeah yep. Yes yes Those look <clears throat> sweet I like On the pressure waters here because you've got the old boys In the boats that are throwing cranks All day just pounding the banks around here
0: Yeah so I grabbed two of these <clears throat> what they Call PB&J crawfish
1: They were out of those yeah. I wanted to grab some of out. The zero. So
0: first rule of sales is you buy before you share with your friends. <laughs>
1: is your order already in? Yes, it's in, but now I'll share. How kind of you.
0: Yeah. I actually went into the office today for the first time in a while. So I actually uh, am not wearing a hoodie today. Um, uh, the Vega Frog and the Access at Academy lately. I have four sacks to six sacks on the workbench, waiting for spring to come around. Nice. Uh, Rich says he uses the crush fifty and the flat seventy-five. Yeah. <clears throat> so this, I think, from what I understand, is similar to a wiggle wart or a rock crawler. Like that's kind of the the type of bait. But I thought, you know, this is kind of like a spring craw with a touch of purple in it. It's hard to see the purple, but
1: sweet colors like that iridescent purple.
0: Yeah, it's got like the the tail of it has you can see the purple there, and then it kind of fades in the back really subtly. But
1: that's uh, awesome. But uh,
0: yeah, I don't know, like I was surprised to find what I thought some good colors. Uh, So we got two of those. So I don't have any of the curves, that's my first foray into the curves. I have a couple of your square bills. like any good Tackle Junkie, I bought two almost of everything. So I got these Black Magic. were are kind of a matte black-blue, uh, which I feel like could be really good. Like I f- try to fish Mississippi River, Wabshaw, LaCrosse a fair amount. And uh, if it gets super muddy, I feel like these would be good options uh, to have in the Tackle Box. And then I got the 50X in a Cypress Gill. Which is another black color.
1: That's sweet. A little a on it? uh,
0: It's got kind of like um, some vertical bars on it that are kind of a, almost kind of like a neon blue or green kind of pearlescent. And then it's got That's a little blue cool. on the head. And a little bit of, I would say, not orange, but copper. I don't know if this, what this, I'm not sure who Tucker and Dale versus Evil is. Do you get that reference? I don't know, huh? Yeah. John Welsh has a, a, a color name suggestion for you for your customs.
1: Your square bill should be called Xboxer. <laughs> ah, that's a different life ago. What's my favorite color? I'm uh, actually, this is when I painted the other day. I'm kind of a like bait man. I'm sure. a big fan of the purple and green or chartreuse
0: yeah okay
1: focus there we go it's
0: almost like a fire tiger with some purple kind of yeah
1: like that one um but otherwise like my go-to is like a shadish color sexy shad i like around here um or a bluegill Like here's another bluegill i painted the other day it's like a translucent
0: okay yeah that's good i like that matte that's that looks good so is that an you have you not put an eye or is that kind of a ghost eye?
1: <clears throat> no, that's an eye on there. Yeah, it's like a yeah. reflective kind of like a
0: reflective it? glow-in-the-dark kind of zombie looking eye. Yeah, yeah. Like a shirt
1: like Yeah, those are kind of my go-to's for here. Small lakes, you know, crappie. We don't have a ton of shad lakes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, crappie, white bass. We've got a bunch of hybrids. So, you know, anything that kind of white color or bluegill does really well here.
0: Sure. Yeah. And up here. Most of what I fish is all perch, bluegills, mm. uh, I mean, our natural fish lakes, tree. kind of that stuff. If I get over the river, I get shad. Um, some of our lakes up north, you get into the smelt and tulabies and some of the other more, like, pelagic-type fish. But uh, most You're of like, what I... Do
1: you have gobies over there? No, is that...
0: No, I mean, Michigan I think area? Superior does, but, yeah, not anywhere around here. Yeah. Uh, Tom says uh, we should be throwing the 455 on 8-pound to get max depth. Uh, Leo says, am I going to do a 2021 rod arsenal? Um, I don't know. Depends. I really haven't changed up much of my rods. So I don't know if I'll do a full rod arsenal again this year. I did a four-part series because I have rod issues. Um, So it took me four videos to get me through all my rods. Not mad at
1: that. Not mad at that at all. Only live once man, live it up.
0: Um, yeah, so I think this year, if I add rods, maybe I'll just do a video on that rod as it comes in. That's probably how I'll do it. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but if you've got any questions, Leo, feel free to always just slide into my DMs or leave a comment in the video. I'm happy to always answer any uh, Dobbins questions that you have. So, um, Alex Liked That I six cents brown eye cross the best. I have I've seen that, I've heard of it. Um I have not bought any myself. So Levi, I like a 705 for my dock rod. That's my go-to dock rod, is the uh the 705 casting, <clears throat> which is their seven foot mag heavy. Um <clears throat> and then I guess the last two six cents baits I got are kind of these Rambo red. I mean these are bright red Mm. you gotta love a company that puts some time and thought into their color names to make it fun fun but it's got just kind of a nice bright I don't know cherry tomato with some white bars on it Mm. not their fanciest paint job in the world but I mean I think contrasting colors if, if if they're mad at it and biting that red I think it'll get it done um So I've heard a couple different theories on red. One is like the spring crawfish coming out. They're getting keyed on that. Um, Another thing that I have heard is that in cold water, bass uh, don't see as well. Like the cold water makes their cones or rods or whatever. So they can't see color as well. Um, So, and then a red red, I think at six feet and less is one of the most visible colors. When you get below six feet, red disappears really quickly from what I understand. So I think it could be um, a fact that they're like coming out of the cold. Their metabolism's warming up. They're starting to see, but they can't see great. They're hungry, and like that just lets them like find it. I don't know. That could be a, a thing. I don't know. That's kind of where my head's at. I don't know that it's really the the red crayfish could be a thing, but
1: yeah, I don't know. I've heard that, like I've always doubted that, and the same thing for like the red lips. Like people say, oh well, you see them with the red lips; they're eating crawfish. But it's like, I only see them with the red lips, like really like that in the cold. Like it's got to be something to do right. with the cold, you know? Mm-hmm. Like humans, obviously, it'll stop. It's going to protect your vital organs first, body mm-hmm. heat. So that's why you're, you know, you lose blood flow to your fingers and stuff. It's going to stop that to the appendages. So I'm like, I don't know about that, but I've heard the same thing too about the the sight in colder water. And the other thing too is. What is it that uh, somebody just shared that again with me? I hadn't seen it for a long time. The um, MEPs color chart, like red yeah. doesn't look red underwater, you know? So if you've got like a blue tinge or a green tinge or a brown tinge to the water, like it doesn't even look red, you know? So is it like a brown to them? And that's what they're keying on? Is it, you know, I don't know. Not a bass. I don't see bass colors. Yeah,
0: so. I'm not sure. Uh, Thomas, I, I might have fit Francis, but if I did, it was a long time ago and I'm not. I think that is that down by the Mankato area, but I haven't fished it regularly or in a long time. Uh, Red can work all year, but it seems to excel in the spring. Uh, it seems when it's most dominant. All right. So that was package number two. Did you say you went and grabbed something? What did you What did you go grab?
1: Oh, did somebody say pH custom earlier or no?
0: Uh, if they didn't, they should have.
1: <laughs> this is my first time going with the PH Custom. So you were showing the red. I figured I'd grab. Sure. I grabbed Okay. So that, is that a balsa? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So the balsa game is not something I've got a ton into. Just the DTs is like all I've ever tinkered with. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I grabbed some of those, those fritz sides. I know they're not balsa, but kind of the same, you know, thought process behind it for cold water. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm kind of interested to throw them. See if I notice a huge difference.
0: Yeah. Don, I have not tried the Crush 25. I've only got the 50s and 100s. Uh... You will not have any issues with frogs with a 735 champion. It works just fine. I've got the Sierra. I've got the champion. They're all... Yeah. I know they've Play around with their their ratings, but they they both hit hard enough to throw a frog on for sure. Um, Rich says he bought some of the new Evergreen Flat Force. Says they're pretty nice. I've heard about them. I don't yeah. know much about them, but
1: yeah, same.
0: Cool. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's save this one for last because that will segue into some things. So this package is from Super K uh, Jigs which I'm not familiar with, but they're a Wisconsin company. Hmm. Um, And uh, they do all hand-tied, custom, low-run jigs. So they watched my video where I compared uh, chatterbaits to the clickbait. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they have something in a bladed jig that they wanted to show me. uh, So they uh, sent me, along with a few other things. So, Sweet. So... One thing that they had that I thought was cool was uh, this spinnerbait, which I don't know that it's in – I don't know. I haven't played around with it. Arbenz spinner spinnerbait, chartreuse and white. But they got some unique blades on them, um, like that like kicker orange. I I know the kicker orange can be super popular, um, right? And then they've got kind of this weird kind of odd-shaped kind of Colorado willow with a – Turtle?
1: Do they call it turtle shell, I think? Turtle shell Kind blade? of similar okay. to that.
0: I guess we'll just rip it out. Says so this comes with a mustad hook, premium blades, and swivels. Um, unique collar blades are cupped to give off a different vibration. Mustad hooks. So um, kind seems like a decent. Let's Get this thing off the card. I mean, what are you really gonna learn with a bait on a card, right? So it's got a fairly light wire. I feel like that's gonna give off some good vibration. Um, not much of a bait keeper, but that's all right. I don't necessarily need that on a spinner bait. Uh, but, yeah, you can see that kind of unique. It is kind of like a turtle. I don't know if that is a turtle back, but it is similar for sure. Uh, with that kicker blade, nice compact. I like the fact that it's compact, kind of almost like a, a war eagle. Um, nice little 3/8 spinner bait. Decent little thump. This could be a good spring spinner bait for sure. That looks cool. <clears throat> so Premium light wire spinner bait. All right. Let's see what else. Right, so the rest of it, I think, is all jig based. Uh, big kicker blade. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> it is kind of a, a bigger blade for a kicker blade. All right. So they have a couple. Let me sort these here. So they have uh, what they call their timber tickler jig. Clever. That's those. All right, so they have two Timber Tickler jigs. Um, I'll pull these out. <clears throat> these are both half ounce and kind of a PB and J. I think they call They call these Amber Surprise. It's kind of like looking at it. It looks like kind of a combination between almost like a elongated or a like almost like a pill meets an arky. It's kind of flat, <clears throat> like it's not as wide. This is their Timber jig. Um, <clears throat> they got. A bait keeper, on, a little wire keeper. That they do this. I mean, I've always used their swim jigs. <clears throat> they have that that wire keeper that I like. Um, pretty heavy brush guard, which makes sense for a brush jig. Uh, vertical line tie. I think that makes sense for a brush jig. Um, kind of a, a, I mean, like a strong hook, but a small hook. Um, so if if you like that style, I probably would trim that weed guard a bit on that one. Um, but you definitely want some you know, weed guard on a brush jig, but there's that's two of those. Sweet. What's that?
1: That looks pretty sweet. Is that like the purple flashable on there too?
0: Yeah, it's got, <clears throat> yeah. So it's got uh, kind of a, a pumpkin. And then instead of like mixing in purple strands, it's kind of a, a tinsel flash. Yeah, that's vegetable.
1: sweet. I like that.
0: <clears throat> so two of those. Um, and then there is some half ounce and three eighths ounce. Elite jigs, which I think they just came out with these. Um, I like this color. This is really similar to the color I use in BASTEC. They call this uh, Siru later. <laughs> um, but this is kind of a, a yeah. more traditional arky style jig. <clears throat> and they kind of have that green pumpkin with that kind of blue, kind of that magic craw looking color, which yeah. is a good look color. Um, they do have a, um, these ones have a screw lock, which is nice uh, for holding baits. Um, That same kind of, I would say maybe a 3-0 hook in these. Not a giant hook, um, but a decent-looking hook. Um, Pretty good weed guard. Vertical line tie. Interesting jigs. And then they have that same one in kind of a a black-blue chrome, and I got a couple of those. Mm. So um, I'm kind of set on my jig life with Bass Tech. So... For those that like some jigs uh, and would like to try these hand-tied Super K jigs, I'm going to give these six jigs away to somebody that wants to comment on the video. So after this is done, post video, come back, comment. And let's just say, comment with your favorite jig color or I'm in or anything like that. Uh, And then next week... On the stream, we'll do a random picker for these six jigs, and somebody will walk away with these super K jigs. Sweet, like deal. Anybody? You're eligible. You can comment. Oh wow!
1: <laughs> no, I won't. I'll leave it for one of your one of your loyal oh, fans.
0: And if you get picked, you must be a subscriber to get your prize. I think that's a fair thing. I will double check that. Um, Bailey says, "What's up?"
1: <laughs> hey, what's up?
0: Um, Let's see what else. Uh, Debo, can you compare P-Line Floral Clear to the real Floral? And what do you think of the Floral Clear?
1: Yeah, so Floral Clear is all right. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a very soft line. It casts really easy. It's a good budget line for people starting out. I don't have Mm -hmm. any issues with it. Um, Abrasion resistance compared to 100% fluorocarbon is not as good at all. Mm -hmm. So if you're around a bunch of rocks or a bunch of timber, for sure, go with the regular... 100% Hundred percent, whatever brand you like. Hundred percent fluorocarbon.
0: Yeah, I actually used the. I mean, a while back I dabbled at the floral clear. Um, I thought it was a decent line. I think it's a pretty good like cranking line.
1: Mm-hmm. I um, agree.
0: Yep. I think you get a little more stretch than regular fluorocarbon. You get some of yep. the sinking properties to so get some maximum depth. It still is, I think, doesn't is not as easy to see as a mono. Um, so I think there are some really good. Um, Options. I mean, I think it, it has its place. I don't think it's your everyday line uh, for every. I mean, it could be, but I think there are better tools. But I think the Floral Clear is a good line for certain applications for sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, Sean, you are a subscriber, so you are eligible. Um, Guggen Slayer said so he bought some you got some Aruku shads and a rock collar today. Both solid baits, good scores for sure. Um, yeah. Leave that comment in the video afterwards not in the live chat to be eligible just to be clear because there's no way for me to do a comment picker from the live stream um this is a good question from phil vertical line tie versus horizontal do you you have an opinion or thoughts on that
1: i've messed with both for sure for sure swim jigs i like vertical obviously it comes through grass and everything better um i've messed with both and i don't know i think it really depends on the whole the total jig setup as a whole Correct. Um, like the actual head type combined with the line tie. Cause I mean, you could have uh, a horizontal line tie on like, uh, um, football. No, I wasn't even going to say football, like more of a round headed, uh, like recessed ball j- a ball jigger. jigger. Yeah. Yeah. Finesse jig. yep. yeah gr- I mean, that does great kind of all around, you know, obviously it's more of a dragging, but yeah, I think it just depends. It's kind of the whole package. I use mm-hmm. both. I think like beast coast, the beast coast, um, their G spill battle flip is a horizontal. And I think that one does great in the thick stuff, but then I've got, I'm trying to remember what the other flipping one I use is. Um, I don't remember, but there's vertical. So
0: yeah. What are, you, I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, anytime I think you're around grass, <clears throat> vertical is a good, I mean, I mean, there are some horizontal jigs that do okay in grass, but as a general rule, uh, like the main jig I use, which is an Arky style. Bass tech, has a vertical eye <clears throat> because a lot of what we do, I think around docks, and uh grass and overall uh it's a good i mean in when in doubt vertical i think works pretty well um there are certain situations where a flat when you get in that finesse jig rocks certain timber applications where football jigs with that flat line tie will excel so i think you really it's it really comes down to the design of the jig and uh, either can work with the right jig um canine fluorocarbon is nice to crank on. I would think that that's probably similar to the floral clear. I don't know enough about it, but I'm guessing it would be. Uh, thoughts on the new suffix Promix bread. I honestly don't know anything about that. Do you know anything about that?
1: No. Mm-mm.
0: What's in the cup? <clears throat> <laughs> uh,
1: Jack Daniels, Tennessee. Tennessee, honey. Thanks. Nice. Uh, myself,
0: uh, a little captain with some Diet Dr. Pepper.
1: Mmm. <clears throat> not mad at that
0: best crankbait rod under a hundred dollars um i don't know under a hundred i do know the dobbins fury 705 cb is like their best selling rod and i think that retails for 110 or 120 so if you can get a get that at dick's with a coupon or find a a 10 percent off sale you can get that right at 100 bucks which i think is really good value do you have any recommendations
1: tatula xt I've got a couple of theirs. I think one's a medium light for like my small cranks, super solid rod for, I think regularly it's 99. But if you hit it on one of the tackle warehouse sales, a lot of people don't know that Um, certain brands, you can't promote sales,
0: right?
1: So like Daiwa, Shimano, you can still buy on like their 10, 20, whatever percent sale. You're just not going to see that price reflected until you actually pay for it at the end. So you can get 20% off on that. It's an $80 cranking stick. So sure
0: um or get the colt <clears throat> i just don't have much experience with the colts and i don't know of anybody that's used the colt cranking i have stick. a colt
1: not yeah um, not the cranking though
0: yeah but i would assume it would be a good rod but that fury crankbait rod is <clears throat> a lot of people love that even i mean guys that do a lot of cranking even that own more expensive rods really like the action of that rod so um can't go wrong with that um and then the last two things they sent me is their version of their vibrating jig so, I thought these were kind of. They actually call this, they call them the Clacken, which I like the name. Like, thumbs up. Do you really catch any fish? Good job on the name, the Super K Clacken, which. Release the Clacken. Yeah. Release the Clacken. Like, it would just be fun to say when you go out fishing, right? Like, um, <clears throat> So, they do a connect, they do a direct line tie, but their blade comes separate from the jig in the package. So, you must your blade on and then i don't have my pliers handy but you would just crimp that ever so slightly and then you would have a direct line tie vibrating jig that i guess gets around the uh, legality of doing that (laughs) interesting Uh, so kudos to them for a creative name and a creative strategy for bringing another bladed jig to the market that has direct line tie that will allow your blade to contact the head right? Which is one of the things that we love about a direct line tie.
1: Make that clack and sound, huh? Yeah. Ah. And
0: then it's got a, a weed guard on it, but super like, I mean, there's
1: that's almost nothing to
0: it. So, and, a, and like a healthy hook, right? Like those other jigs had kind of a more diminutive hook. This has got some meat to it. Um, I'm actually going to grab a trailer. Put on this. They kind of like what they're doing here. Um Arsenal Baits Tactical Minnow, which is one of my favorite. And I don't normally like paddle tails for chatter baits. Really? Theirs is super diminutive paddle tail. Very, like, there's not, it's almost, I mean, it's so small and, like, light that it's almost like a fluke at that point. That's a
1: cool paddle tail. I'm going to have to check out their stuff. I've never used any of the Arsenal stuff.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and this is their four-and-a-half-inch version, which I think on this particular hook and this... Three on version. Don't, no need to bite this down. And for those that came late, you can use the code hellabass 15 I did a horrible job of starting that on. <clears throat> Just if you want to try out some of these tactical minnows, um, but there's, I feel like this needs to be bigger. Let's uh, let's go. Right there's this bladed jig, the Clacken, with an Arsenal tactical minnow. So this is like their black and I don't think uh, black and blue, which they kind of got kind of a kind of a camoed black blue barred skirt there. And then this is the bluegill colored, which is kind of a smoke blue gold fleck um, trailer on it. Will this get bit where you fish?
1: Oh, 100%. <laughs> black and blues money.
0: Yeah, and then I think anytime, like I like these bluegill trailers because I feel confident that I can put this on a black and blue. I can oh, put I this like on a color. pumpkin chatterbait uh and it's going to like it's going to serve me well uh, either way.
1: Yeah, cuz a lot of times when you see those bluegill it's like a translucent almost like a silverish with the golden blue flake in it. Yeah, I like this that. This got like a
0: smoky I mean it, oh, you can't see this. Yeah. It's almost like a blue plastic like a smoke blue. Like when I look through it oh, to like my Lidera, it's like blue translucent and then you've got the gold and black fleck uh in there. So let's see here uh we talked about trimming the weed guards earlier bob what we both like to do is v them like spread them like this we'll trim it uh, like on a jig like i showed earlier <clears throat> where it's like stick i would trim it uh like on this bastec jig get some some worm oil on my hands like i feel like this is about where i want it like i don't need to trim that that's when I push it down, it's right in line with the barb, and that's about where I want my weed guard <clears throat> to be for length. <clears throat> so, uh, and then we like to v it this way, like spread it in two. Um, uh, what bladed jig? This is the Super K Jigs Klaken, K L A K K E N, um, and uh, it's a direct line tie. It's got a wire clasp, uh. Like that, that's really similar to the Z-Man Custom, which I like. That's a really strong connection. So if you want to, I feel like this, if you like to fish on braid and heavy rods and you like really like to refund fish, this would be a solid chatterbait. That is the one knock, I think, on the jackhammer with that clip. Like if you go down to Florida and you're going to throw it on braid and catch an eight pounder out of some hay grass, you might have some issues with that clip. This will let you really lean on some big pike or bass, I think, with braid. Yeah, and then a uni- I mean, the blade style is just a little bit different. I don't know if I have any other bladed jigs handy, but it's a slightly different blade design. Um, and obviously, with that open, right, like being able to, like you could, in theory, add your own blade to it. Like if you want to try a different blade. Um, Ryan says that rounded chatter blade is super erratic. Nice. Agreed. It's a bold strategy.
1: See if it pays off.
0: Yeah, so I'm excited to try these. I'm definitely going to give these a whirl. Um, Sean says the Fury Crank Rat is really nice. When are we going to come out with a custom Chatterbait? I don't know. I don't know that there's a need for a Tungsten Chatterbait. But what you can do is, uh, I don't know if I have my Chatterbait box. Oh, it is right here. So two things. We can compare this Clacken to a custom or a jackhammer.
1: I don't think I have any here.
0: So here's a, I think this is a, I don't know if the, what that is. Here's one that, Let's see, just saying, I'm not just pulling up, there's an Arsenal tackle minnow. This is something that's in my tackle box rig. It's not just. What was <laughs> uh, yeah, Here's another, here's a custom, right? So there it is. There's that same bluegill on a green pumpkin. Um, so there's a custom Z-man versus the Clacken. So you can see that kind of hexagonal, traditional Z-man blade for this round blade. And then somebody asked about a tungsten chatterbait. Um, what you can do is you could buy your favorite bass tech tungsten jig and then get one of these Queen Tackle switch blades. Have you seen these?
1: I have not. Those are pretty sweet. So
0: what you can do, any jig that has a vertical line tie, it's got this little system where you uh, open. It's got like a little, you bend this out, and then you can pop this little bar out.
1: Is it like a Clovis?
0: Yeah, it's got like, it's like, it's like tapped in one side and then the other side, and then it's just got a little fin that holds it in place. You know, Maybe not the easiest thing to do on the live stream, <laughs> but there I got it, I think.
1: And then you now just push that through the eye?
0: Right, now I can...
1: I've never seen those. Yeah. it's
0: ugh. There, I think I got it. So now I got that clevis open. <clears throat> I got to make sure I put it on the jig correctly now. I want this down. <laughs> got to think about it, like, how does that go in the chatterbait? <laughs> <clears throat> so now I slide that pin through this eye of this jig. Huh. Slide it back in there, bend that tab back down. <clears throat> and now I've got a weedless tungsten chatterbait. Right? Get that's my, pretty sweet. My head kicked right there. If I want something with a heavier, like, so if you really want something that's super brushy, right? You could take a jig or maybe you got a jig that <clears throat> maybe you wore out <laughs> whether it's tungsten or not or whatever it is, right? Um, Maybe the weed guard fell out. Now you got a jig that's useless. Well, now you could put a blade on it and turn it into a chatterbait and then you still get some life out of it.
1: That's pretty sweet for sure. Probably one of the top two lures that I lose is chatterbait for sure.
0: And I think the other thing cool is, and you can probably appreciate this, somebody that fishes out of not a 21-foot bass boat, uh, often trying to fish compact on the bank or going out with a buddy, right? I mean, mean, we all do this, right? You go fishing with a friend. You go fishing from shore. You don't necessarily have 10, 3,700 boxes with you. So the fact that you could buy a couple packs of these switchblades and just put them in your jig box, and then you don't need to carry chatterbaits and jigs, or maybe you don't need to carry as many chatterbaits because you're like, okay, I'll bring a white one and a black one. If I lose a couple, I'll just make some. You know what I mean? Really like it cool. gives you some yeah, flexibility to like do some things. Um, from that standpoint, I don't know. So I think it's a cool product. I definitely have some of my boat. I haven't got a chance to fish them a lot, but everything looks legit so far. Um, so yeah, actually, Nate kind of chimed in as I was explaining that. <clears throat> uh, what else here? What uh, what is the blade jig called? Uh, it's the Assuming it's this one here, it's the clacking, the Super K Jigs clacking. Uh, if I didn't cover that before, try, uh, what hook is in the Bass Tech jig? It's a mustad hook, four out in the three eight ounce and five out in the half ounce and three quarter ounce. Uh, honestly, cannot wait for your chatter on a video. Yeah, I can't wait either because that means the ice will melt. Um, yeah, I went into Dix the other day and it looked like a Guggen takeover, like. There was like clickbaits and shake whatever different like, I mean this is just ridiculous. Um,
1: save space for or sure.
0: I've heard the Picasso Shockblade is good. I have not tried them. But they also sent me a like their version of a firecraft. Mm. I don't know if it's I showed tasty. this up either, but it's got a you know it's got the nice bait keeper on it too. So um, but so this is a both of these are three eighths ounce. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm intrigued. I'm interested to try these and give them a head to head. Um, So maybe these will show up in that on the water clickbait versus the other ones. And maybe the the clacking will make an appearance or maybe the clacking needs its own video to compare it to a Z-Man. I don't know. What do you think, Debo? What would you do?
1: I like it. Yeah, I would. uh, Do you already have all the contestants? Because I think I said add the shock blade to that other one, too.
0: And we might have to, like, open this up more. So it's tough. Um,
1: It's hard to fit all that into one video. Yeah. I have to do like a, a tournament three versus three. Like or something a, like
0: a bracket. Like, yeah, yeah. it'd be cool. Um, where I put the clack in at this point, where's the, oh, there's the black and blue clack. In. So yeah, I think that's cool. And super K jigs. Um, I don't have the, the, what they're really known for. Their bread and butter is, uh, the add on blade is, uh, from queen queen's tackle or queen tackle. It's called the switch blade. Uh, you can get it at a tackle warehouse. <clears throat> um, or, shout out to Bailey at the Serious Angler Podcast. If you go to one of his videos, he will have a code for 20% off at Queen Tackle. I won't tell you what it is, but if you go check out Bailey's channel, you can get a 20% off code for those switch blades at Queen Tackle. That's where That's I sweet. learned about it.
1: I want to check that out, too.
0: Um, have you tried the Depths bladed jig? I do not have any JDM bladed jigs. How about you?
1: No. Nope.
0: Do you have any good recommendations for storing spinner baits and buzz baits for the dad bod
1: angler? How do I store mine? Um, I've actually got, like, one of those clear plastic bags. It's a small uh, Bass Mafia money bag, mm-hmm. like the clear ones, and I literally just lay them in flat. I still have yet to find a good way. My old one, uh, oh, yeah, it's back there. You might be able to see it. Uh, I don't know, somewhere <laughs> over there. But it's one yeah. of the big square ones, you know, where you have sure. to put them in like this? Yep. You now I've got like two of those. But it's You can't take those with you on the bank. So the best way i found when I'm just packing like a backpack is one of those, they have like a small size. So it's maybe like five by six or seven inches or whatever, and just lay them in there flat. And I've had no issues that way. So
0: yeah, I'll be honest. I don't throw a ton of spinnerbaits. Oh, <laughs> I throw a lot of chatterbait. I throw a lot of swim jig. I throw spinnerbaits more when I go down south with her shed. I did really well on Pickwick on a, a spinnerbait. Um, well, uh, welcome, William. He said he he was browsing, and this popped up. So, cool. Glad to have you, William. Welcome to the stream. If you like what you see, hang around. Think about subscribing. That would be awesome. Um, uh, so I was saying about Super K. They've really been known. They're like one of those companies. I don't know if you guys, if you don't know about them. They came out of the Wisconsin, like Lacrosse, Mississippi River, Wisconsin, like up north swim jig, right, like. They're, I mean, um, like of a Brovarney, a Lethal Weapon, like they're that style of swim jig is kind of their bread and butter. I would say what they do a little bit different is they usually have a little bit heavier jig or lever, heavier hook. So a little stouter hook. So if you like to fish your uh, swim jigs on braid and things like that, they're going to have a more beefy hook than like a Brovarni or a Lethal Weapon. Uh, but they make a really great swim jig, uh, especially like a river style swim jig. Uh, so that's what I've always used. In their hand tied, they got the wire keeper. They're balanced. They got the the custom bent. You know, I don't know what a thirty seven degree <laughs> eye tie or whatever like all oh, the river guys like. Um, so if you're looking for swim jigs, they're pretty sweet too. Um, Sycamore, what is the most reliable go to bait that isn't expensive and overhyped and super new technology? A swim jig is hard to bait. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh,
1: Texas rig I mean, plastic.
0: Yeah, a Texas rig, a jig. Uh, I don't know. That's that's where my head's at. I like a jig. Uh, I mean, like, you know, this Arky-style jig that I keep talking about that I now put a bladed jig on. But, right, I can flip this. I can cast it and drag it. I can swim it like a swim. Like, this can do so many things for me. Like, if I'm going to be a one-rod Todd, <laughs> this is going to be one of the – I mean, like, that's just a – I'm going to have a lot of confidence in that, and it, it's going to catch you – numbers of fish, and get you big bites. Um, William says he's already a sub to you, Debo. So there you go. Thank you, brother. Debo's uh, milkshake bringing all the boys to the yard tonight, which is nice. It's the beard. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Wacky worm get bit for sure. Yeah, um, for sure. No no doubt on that. All right. Favorite... Drop shot plastic. <laughs> <laughs> whatever's 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 used on the bottom of the boat that I rip the head of on a Texas rig, and then I whack and hook it and throw it thrown on a drop shot. <laughs>
1: I've I have put more time in with them. Um, it's one of my least favorite things to throw. Yeah. But the um, dre- is it the Dream Shot the uh, yeah. DVD yeah. Dream Shot I think. I've had the most luck with that, one. I really like that yeah. one. It's not super small, but yet yeah, it's it's bulky enough, you know, that the large mouth like it. So
0: yeah, I don't know. How I have a favorite. I mean, I, I throw like small senkos on the drop shot. I throw uh, trick worms. Uh, I do tiny tubes. Um, Shad shaped worm from Yamamoto is really good. I don't know that I have like a favorite. I've got probably a half a dozen that I like to uh, to uh, rotate through. How much is the clack in retail for? I'm not sure. We could pull up their website in the background here.
1: I can check through if you want.
0: We have the technology on this stream to pull up a website. So okay,
1: I didn't know if you had a bunch. Of, see here, I was trying to be nice, and nice guy always gets spit on. Him. I see how it goes. Let's
0: see. All right, we we'll get the, We are going to share our screen.
1: What? This is some fancy technology. This is they sweet. Did.
0: Yeah um so there it is so this is what i was telling you like this is their traditional swim jig this is like uh yeah, their bread yeah. and butter like this is what i've known them for there's that spinner bait we got a few other things um everything they do is hand- so let's see the clacking. drum roll debozing on my bandwidth it looks like they charge nine bucks For their hand-tied bladed jigs, which I think is reasonable. Like that—that's not saying it's cheap, but I think that's a decent value for a quality bait. I mean, it's—it's in line. It's hand-tied, right? The Z-Man Custom is like $6.99 or $7.99, but it's a banded skirt. So I think the fact that you're getting a hand-tied skirt puts it right in line with the components of a a Z-Man Custom. So. Uh, what split rings do y'all use to change out cranks and what hooks do I buy? I don't change a ton of split rings. Like I change hooks a decent amount when they get dull, but I don't necessarily get rid of the split rings unless it's torqued or tweaked. Um, <clears throat> then, I don't know, I like some of the spros, maybe some of the owners. I mean, just anything that's not like a cheap knockoff brand, I feel pretty confident with split rings. Uh, no magic split ring for me. Same, like oval ones on the line ties, but um, they're like your gaming chair, Devo.
1: I got it on sale, yeah. See, I had uh, one of the like the cheap short back ones, and now that I'm old, my back has had all sorts of problems, so I had to get one of these, and it's dude, it's worth the money. It's got a little pillow deal here, and it's got a little lumbar support.
0: So is it just for streaming, or do you game in this chair as well?
1: I, I barely game anymore. I'm an old-school gamer, but, um, yeah, just for streaming and sitting at my computer and working and stuff. So I, yeah. I might need to – that
0: might be one of the next purchases for, for me is, like, check out this thing.
1: Yeah, I had something like that. <laughs> it, it did have a pad on it at least, but it was the same thing. The yeah. only thing I don't like about this is you can't adjust the arms up and down, so if you get one sure. of these – don't get a cheap one. Get like a nice one where you can actually go up and down with the arms.
0: Yeah, I actually went to the office today and used my actual office chair, and that was a nice change of pace.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was sitting at my kitchen table chair, and it just it wasn't doing it.
0: Yeah. Uh, any reason you prefer the Fury over a Sierra Champion? Uh, for the 703, which I mainly use that as my, like, dock skipping rod. So if I'm not throwing a jig around a dock, and I'm skipping a soft plastic like a dinger or a general or something like that. That's when I throw the 703. So there I'm using braid, straight braid or braid to a short, heavy, like 15 pound fluorocarbon leader for that. And so for that reason, I'm fishing usually a couple feet of water. I'm skipping it around docks. Uh, I can see the braid. I can usually see the strike. I can see my line. I don't feel like I need a ton of sensitivity. So therefore I don't feel like I need to spend $200 on that rod. A $110 rod does everything I need uh, for that tool. So that's why I use a Fury on my 703. If I was going to use that more for drop shotting, more shaky heading, finesse jigs, things like that, then I probably would jump up to the Sierra or Champion. But because I use it for a dock rod with braid, the Fury does everything I need.
1: Now, that's interesting. You say you use braid. What's your main reason for braid being able to see it? Are you using a a bright braid? Are you using it for the Um, sensitivity? What... I oh, so I'm using scatter
0: on docks, right? So the mm-hmm. abrasion resistance and the strength of the braid. Um, and that's why I'll tie to like a 15-pound uh, like leader. If I feel like it's really clear, right? they are line-shy of the braid. Um, I typically like, for this application, a natural green or smoke braid because sometimes I will tie direct to the wacky hook, and so I don't necessarily want a bright yellow high-vis when I tie direct. Um, so
1: what pound do you use, like when you're skipping – Cause are you talking, are like like you talking
0: a uh, spinning, spinning reel? Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: I thought you were talking casting. I, I was no. like, okay, so that's interesting. A spinning
0: rod. Yeah. Gotcha. So, okay. uh, and then I think the braid casts better and line like, right. Like, and then just line manageability, right? Like if you yeah. skip with fluorocarbon or mono around docks long enough, you are going to have line problems, <laughs> yeah. especially with a, like a Texas rig Senko that's going to, Okay. Yep. Uh, Nate says VMC makes good split rings. Uh, thoughts on the OG Slim? I haven't bought any yet. Uh, have you bought any of the OG Slims yet?
1: Um, No.
0: I'm pretty sure I will get some before spring. I just haven't got them yet. Um, yeah, I think the bait man has, has got, got a bunch. bunch. He seems pretty excited about them, and he's a big crankbait grad. Um... Uh, John says he's got a bunch of them. Chad says he's checking out your lights in the background.
1: We were yeah, see, we were just talking. He puts my lighting game to shame. Maybe I need to fire those babies up. Those are for like my uh, my videos over in the corner. But yeah, Rich, your your light game is on point. I, mine's like all yellowy. I don't know if it's because of the reflection. Our walls are like, I don't know, beige ish yellow. I don't know what the hell the color is. But
0: see, but you've got like this is my video. I stream like it's all one here right now so. yeah
1: yeah that's all mine goes on over there so
0: although once it gets warm out then i like to use my garage and sit in my boat so
1: my john boat's creaky and not <clears throat> sweet to film from i got a,
0: so. i got a pretty good bait wall behind my boat it's a nice setup as well so that's it's, it's it's legit um but when it gets warmer out and i go back out there i'm probably gonna have to like, bring some of my lights in the garage because this is way better than my old streams for sure.
1: Yeah, it looks really good, man.
0: Uh, Debo, what are some dog lures? What do you think? Like, what are some overrated lures? <clears throat>
1: um, are we talking cranks? What are we talking? Just anything? I don't know.
0: Just just lures. I don't know. You can throw anybody under the bus.
1: I got, dude, I got <laughs> so much heat for saying the Mega Bass um, Dark Sleeper. Like, I just wasn't a fan. Yeah. But I, I prefaced it with how I fish and where I fish. So when you're right. fishing from the bank, like, it's just, I mean, you're you're donating lures to the lure gods down below. You know, if you're fishing a boat, 10 feet of water, you know, whatever, I could, mm-hmm. I could see a place for it. But just the way I fished, no. Um, that was a big one. The Berkeley Champ Craw, I also took heat on that, too. Hmm. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I didn't find it super buoyant. Like, they say it floats, but I noticed you have to, like, really hop it for it to float. Like, just sure. doing – I put a thing on Instagram just testing it in my little test deal – like, if you're dragging it, I mean, it goes down. Like, when you're throwing it on just a regular, like, EWG net hook. So, like, an actual Z-Man or, you know, there's some of the other floating plastics that drag them or not. I mean, they're going right back up. So, um, Jay Lee, if you ever met me, he'd probably knock me out. And that's okay. He's, he's <laughs> a pro. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of them. They look cool. The colors on them are outstanding. Like, they look super real. But, I don't know. Maybe I, just need yeah. to them time and I
0: haven't know. tried the Champ craw I don't know. It just, it didn't, it didn't speak to me. Uh, pit boss. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people that are angry that the the, the old school pit boss is yes. only in power bait now. <clears throat>
1: Junk. I don't know why they, cause they got rid of all of havoc, right? It's all gone. Yeah, I
0: think so. Havoc. is yeah. done.
1: done. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of it. Check your, uh, choke your local Wally world. They had, I stocked up, I don't know it's been like two or three years ago, but they had them in like the dollar bin a dollar for a pack of pit bosses.
0: So. Yeah, there's a lot of people scrambling for pit bosses and grass pigs.
1: <clears throat> See, that's interesting because they but they brought the grass pigs back and like the clamshell stuff. And it seems like a long time ago when they were in just like the, the regular Havoc, it seems mm-hmm. like they fell off and nobody wanted them. I guess it's just a supply and demand thing now, now that they're getting rid of them. Everybody wants them, right? But
0: Yeah. Awesome, Bob. Hope you like them, the jigs. Uh, Sean, I have a 19 foot Bass Cat Pantera. It's an 05 that I bought used. So um, you can go back and, like, if you just rewind a little bit back to November, you can watch some videos and see my boat when I was actually still fishing. <laughs> uh, never thought I'd watch how I bought some by a hockey mask for my kids at Shields. Yep, there you go. Yeah, it's actually pretty sweet. <clears throat> My kid really likes that, so if you got kids in hockey, they're like twenty bucks, but I think they're worth it. Jerry um, <clears throat> says the hitworm better than the flatworm. I've heard that. Crawfatty was a popular one. Yeah. So yeah, if you can find them, like any, if you can find havoc and it's cheap, buy it. And if you you don't want it, you can resell it and make money. <laughs> you can flip them.
1: That's crazy.
0: What's up, Gabe? Gabe's in the house. I feel like Gabe kind of lives like straight east of you. He's like in uh, like Cannondale, Illinois, or is that south? That might be, no, that's more. So he lives more like he's more down across from, no, he's further south. He's like across from like Missouri. Never mind. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Cool. Well, welcome, Gabe. Yeah. So I think I got one more package to open up. So remember, I'm giving away a bunch of those Super K jigs. So after the stream, For those that are just coming in, I know we got almost 100 here between Facebook and YouTube. Uh, Leave a comment, favorite jig color uh, in the video afterwards to get a chance. and We'll pick those next week. So this next one, speaking of Gabe, perfect timing. Yeah, Cape Girard, Missouri is where he is. So that's a bit south of you. Mm -hmm. So I was on, as I, you know, like we said, we don't watch a ton of other content, but I was hanging out in Gabe's stream last week. And he had a guest on that paints custom crankbaits. Sweet! They had some trivia, and because I am a tackle junkie, I was very successful in the trivia game. So I won some stuff. So one, I got a tin horse Monty decal.
1: That's awesome.
0: So so he does a a bunch of videos. He fishes out of a uh, so it's tin horse because he uh, fishes out of a flat aluminum with like a. Uh, like a nine or ten horse or twenty horse uh, flat bottom. He fishes a lot of those smaller lakes in like Illinois and uh, Missouri and stuff. So I did. going to check come
1: out!
0: With you guys, shout out to Gabe. But I got some baits from Bag Five Baits. Have you heard of them? I have not. So I
1: have really a huge in-depth. appreciation for anybody who paints their own cranks, though.
0: Gabe sent me a note saying praying for early ice out. I can be down with that. <clears throat> So Bag 5 Baits, this guy, I didn't get all the story behind it, but he has some ties with like Strike King and Designing Baits and Painting. So you might enjoy these. Uh, So first off, so I have a Strike King 5XD in what color he calls Blue Glimmer. Uh, So David says they're legit. While I'm getting this out, who catches more dinks, pelabaster or d
1: For sure, me. Rich actually catches good fish and fishes in tournaments. I'm just some guy that fishes out of a an aluminum kayak. Uh
0: striking jerkbait, one of the best budget jerkbaits. Yeah, I think they're decent. The shadow wraps. Um, I agree. For sure. Backlash will says he has some custom 10xD bag five baits. I think I'm gonna need to. For full appreciation of this work, oh, that's not what I want to do. I want to just show this off a little bit here. So, let's see if we can get that focused. But, so there it goes. Just a nice, I don't know, let's say it's kind of a more of a not quite sexy, but kind of a blue kind of shad. You can probably appreciate the detail on that as somebody that's been dabbling with uh, the airbrush.
1: I like that a lot. Is that like an oyster almost like boneish yeah. belly?
0: Yeah, it's kind of got like a chartreuse oysterish kind of real oh, yeah, faint yellow. Um, and then it the kind of fading the scale pattern. See I... That's sweet. Yeah, it's kind of got some pearlescent to it for sure. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on there. It's hard to maybe pick up in a webcam, but there's there's a lot of detail there. That's that's pretty legit. So that's a, and I think he has access to actual Strike King blanks. So when he paints on them, they're actual. They're not like KO. These are actual. Um, so that's, that's a five huge. XD. Which I think is my first five XD. Believe it or not. <clears throat> yeah, you can actually see, like on the. You probably can't see it, but you can see the five XD molded. Yeah. So there we
1: go. That's freaking awesome!
0: Yeah, so this is another. We need to pull. I mean, we need to make sure that. Uh, I think he had. Let me. Uh, I'll pull up his Instagram while we're so. Then I got a lipless. Looks like a red eye shad here. Um, doesn't have a color name on it, but it is a cross. This looks like a maybe a three quarter ounce. Um. <clears throat> Take it out. Taking it out. The hooks are plenty sharp, sticking to the bang. He did not write the color on this one, but this is kind of a craw that like you got some dark browns shifting into you know, kind of that natural craw pattern of the orange with some olive like greens and browns and like there's a I know he says that his uh craws are what he's known for. Like that's
1: people don't understand the amount of work that goes into getting like a pencil thin line. Like they, even if you're using a stencil to not overspray or spider it out, like, and the way he's shaded. So you can see where yeah. it goes from the dark into the light and he's building it. That's so hard on a, on a bait that small. That's awesome.
0: So yeah, I saw some of this stuff on stream, but seeing them in person is even more <laughs> legit for sure. <clears throat> I'm going to pull up his Instagram because he's got some cool stuff. And I want, like, people want to check out this stuff. So I think it's, you know. I
1: have to check <clears> him out, too. I'm taking not notes. Like.
0: I missed it. Be patient, people. I got some other weird Instagram account. Hold up, So I'm going to pull uh We're going to make our heads tiny. <clears throat> so you can see there. So he's got a bunch of different stuff.
1: What is it there? I Do didn't like, catch the name. Bag what?
0: Bag Five baits.
1: Bag Five Baits. So right,
0: I don't know if you can see that bag five. Uh, Mike Russell's name. But this looks like a 3XD in the same color pattern that I got this red eye, it looks like.
1: I think I saw some warts down there too. Is he's got like a wood grain?
0: Yeah, this I don't so here this looks like almost like a take on the old Phantom Craw. Mm, like his yep. own spin on it. Um this looks like I don't know if this is a
1: wood bait. He's done or his is- own wood grain. I bet he's, he's done his, his own, own. Wood
0: grain. I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> old school Woody, and old Woody van. Someone needs to paint an old Woody van. Maybe I'll paint one of those. I think this is this. Uh, yeah, there's that like blue with the oyster. That color's sweet.
0: Yeah, I feel like is that. Oh yeah, oyster. That might be really similar. Uh, it's a little different. <clears throat> That's just called. That good oyster.
1: luck on that color too. Yeah.
0: And this, I think, shocker. I know in the stream I watched with Gabe, he said this was like. His number one producer, number one seller is the shocker color. There's some cool stuff for sure.
1: Oh, check out the white one there that he redid. That must have been a busted up one that he redid.
0: Yeah, it looks like they repaired the bait <clears throat> from that and then repainted them. Some some old balsa bagleys.
1: That's sweet.
0: I really like this. Like I catch a lot of fish on this parrot color in Minnesota, even in our clean water. Alright, so and then I got it, looks like oh, he didn't really say so. It looks like I got a square bill. These ones are similar to that other one, but they have a little more purple. So I think this is a 2.5. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is a striking 2.5. But a similar, a little bit different crop pattern, but it's got a purple
1: that's awesome.
0: And it looks like kind of that dark back, but I think there's some purple undertones to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like an iridescent. Oh, constraint. Mike's
0: actually on here if you guys got questions. Look at that. What's up, Mike? So there's Mike there. So if anybody's got any questions, um, I think he said on his stream, the best place to check it out, Clay, is his Instagram. Um, and it's bag5baits. Um, so I think They're saying this one is called peanut butter and jelly color.
1: That's so awesome. You do awesome work, Mike. Good stuff. This is the
0: silent. uh, I don't know, are all the two point five silent? I'm not sure. But no.
1: They're underrated though. People don't throw silent enough.
0: Yeah. So that's a really cool bait. And then it looks like I got I don't know, is this a 1.5? Or is that a, I don't think this is a one. I feel like this is not, it's got too straight of a bill. So I'm not sure exact. I'm not up on all my striking baits. This is or not, but it's kind of a square bill, but it's.
1: Yeah, it's not a 1.5. That's like almost like a coffin mix. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So Mike, what bait is this? I'm not sure what bait this is because you didn't write it on the card, but it's another PB and J that same color pattern. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's like a f- flat square bill, but I'm not sure what that model is. Uh, 1.5 deep, James mm. says. There you go. So good looking baits. I'm excited. So. <clears throat> you know what? Actually, I'm going to give this one away right here. Just, well, two giveaways. We'll do a drawing for the jigs and for this three quarter ounce lipless. Just because I know this one's not going to get a ton of play where I live. And if somebody wants this, you can, like, in the comments after the video, like, enter, say you're in for the jigs crankbait, both, whatever, Uh, we'll have a giveaway next week on the stream. So make sure you guys come back, leave a comment, make sure you subscribe and we'll give away those six jigs and this. So there'll be two winners next week.
1: That's awesome. Those are bad to the bone.
0: Yeah. Awesome work, Mike. Um, So yeah, for you guys check out bag five baits. I think he said Instagram is the best place to check out the work where he's got the most pictures. And I think you can, I don't know what the best way to buy him if it's to DM him on Instagram or his website, but, uh, there you go. All right. That was the crankbaits.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, geez. Yeah. Thanks. Let me follow that up. So here's one of my shabby, uh, brown and orange compared to Mike's. Thanks for putting me on after that. But yeah, people don't understand like the amount of work that goes into, you know, that's just like some simple stencil work and then like light shading up there. But to get the pencil lines that Mike did, right. That's so hard. Like his stuff is on another level that stuff is beautiful. And like, yeah. you don't understand like the amount of work that goes into stuff like this, but like you were saying, having those original striking blanks. So I got a, a whole, a whole ton of like wart blanks that were mm-hmm. super good, like very reliable. And then I bought some of these and these are the ones that like, instead of having, you know, the bulbish or the bulbous eye, you know, like a regular yeah. wart that you would paint. I don't know why that's not focused on there. Maybe if I do that, there we go. There you go. These, Looks good. These actually have eye slots like where you can put eyes in and they suck. They don't run true. I've tested them. So like just being able to get, like you put all that work into a crank like that and it turns out and you're like, oh, I've got some pretty cool shading on it. You know, it looks good. Then you throw it and it doesn't work like junk, junk. So getting, you know, having good reliable blanks is like so underrated. You know, a lot of people are selling these super cheap blanks, but that's not what it's about. Like there's another one I did the other night for a buddy. I don't know why. There we go. The,
0: the zombie zebra. I think that's yep. what I call it. The zombie zebra,
1: exactly. So just playing around. I've only been doing it on a little over a year, but it's it's so much fun. Like I don't know. Here's a little crappy that I did for a buddy. Which that that looks like a
0: good bit. bit. I could see that.
1: <clears throat> so, you know, just playing around. I'm still trying to learn the ropes. I don't know if I have any other cool colors. I just got done doing this and my fingers are still kind of painty, but hmm. just trying to layer colors and learn the basics of it. But yeah, it's fun. Like, that's what we were saying earlier. Like, I think Six Sense is probably one of the closest you can get to, like, custom colors. Like, the way they, right. like you were saying, like they would have the iridescence with the spots along with, like, you know, multiple layers. I think one of the closest you can get and having good hardware. That's the other thing is, some of these people selling cranks, they're selling them for $15 and they have cheap crummy hooks on them, you know? So I don't know, but
0: Thomas seems to think that last crankbait was a uh, Huskers inspired that
1: actually it was. So I started out doing this one for Westo angling. He's a, a Huskers guy. Um, and it, so I started out doing the black. I'm like, uh, I, I don't really like this. And I did a different one for him. That was all just red and white Husker colors, but yeah, it pained me to do it. I felt like I was going to vomit the whole time I was painting Husker colors, but and
0: and Leo says he feels bad. He's like sometimes he doesn't get the dipping right and his spike it. So there you go. <clears throat> I do that too. Anyone know how to paint a beat up Huddleston? I feel like so <clears throat> I'm I'm friends with the guys at Dream Smasher Swimbaits, and I know it takes like a special kind of paint to paste soft plastics. So that's a whole nother um <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but it's it's different than what you paint hard baits with, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, it'd have to be like a self um like clearing acrylic because like what you use on crankbaits most people anyway is going to be like a water-based acrylic so if you don't clear it like um uh, for example this one like this doesn't have a clear on it so yep. it looks kind of matted so you have to put that you know that clear plasticky like this you have to put that clear slick plasticky stuff over it to seal it otherwise if you get it wet it just washes off of water so
0: yeah I know, like, you have to use the nasty stuff to paint soft plastic.
1: Yep. Respirator and good ventilation or else you're going to blow up your house and have lung problems.
0: So you either paint soft plastics or you make meth. It's the same gear either way. (laughs) Probably. It's like Breaking Bad.
1: I haven't haven't dabbled in the meth game, so. At
0: least not that you talk about, which is good. Um, You ever fish Okaboji?
1: Only a couple times. That's in the far northwest corner of Iowa um clear lake i've been up to is a fun one i'm not really the same obviously but i don't have enough time in on it i know there's a lot of good fish in there though
0: i think painting hollow bellies is the same as trying to paint soft swim baits
1: yeah.
0: um although frogs you can do a little i mean if you, you can do a little the darking with uh Doctoring with markers and things like that, they will take a dye pen a little bit and stuff. So <clears throat> that's the other thing. Like, if you're just trying to spruce up something, you can you know go at it with like a spike it marker and do some for things sure. on, on a swim bait. So
1: yeah, after breaking a spike it bottle in my bag, um I invested in a lot of those markers.
0: Yeah, it's it's nice. The pens are. You don't quite get the the bright like if you're really trying to like hit something hard. But if you're just doing little accents, I like the markers for sure. <clears throat> um. Oh, so what's your like you gotta have you like have you invested in like multiple rounds of like airbrushes did you just get one kit like what have you what are some like basic things you've learned in your year of like painting for somebody that maybe is like interested in it dabbling like what what are some of like maybe don'ts or things to avoid they're just basic things if somebody wants to dabble
1: as far as the airbrush don't get a cheap airbrush so I actually started out with the uh, a eclipse I asked a few different people who painted and they're like just get the eclipse so I got that, and it's a super solid brush. And what is, um, what,
0: I, what is that, like is that like $20, $100? Like fifty dollars brush, okay.
1: right? So it's expensive. Um, I've used the Badger. I think Patriot is a super solid brush. Um, I just use my buddies a little bit. Um, then I got, like, a different Badger because they have different, uh, like, nozzle or needle thicknesses to do different. They come in, like, 0.5, 0.35, 0.2 to get different, like, length uh, or faded, like, as far as how big the spray goes. Mm-hmm. So you get to a finer needle, you can get, like, the, the, the smaller, like, pin lines and such. Uh, sure. But don't go with, like, a super cheap one. Um, my buddy picked up, I think it was a – I don't want to say master, but it was one similar. Mm-hmm. And the problem was the cup where you put the paint in is so small at the bottom, it was such a pain to clean. And when you're painting baits, like, even just a simple bait, you know, like this, not a lot of colors – you know, you've got five or six different color changes that you're going through. So you're cleaning that out every time in between. Um, don't overlook that. So, yeah, don't don't go with a super cheap one unless it's easy to maintain and clean. Yeah. <clears throat> Otherwise, I mean, you can get away with like a tabletop air compressor. I had a cheap air compressor that I started with and it, it doesn't really matter. They're just loud. You know, I invested in a, a one now because I paint in my basement uh, and I have kids and such that's a lot quieter. But no, yeah.
0: yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, Zeb said he tried the Omnia code, it wasn't working. Actually, thanks for the reminder. I just updated it in the ticker. <clears throat> we updated the code for season. Evidently, when you have a code out for a while, the coupon sites pick it up, and then you got to refresh and update your code. So, if you're looking for Omnia fishing, 15% off on just about anything <clears throat> except for a few things like Mega Bass and Shimano, which codes don't work anywhere for those. Uh, you can use <clears> Halibas <throat> Spring 15 uh, if you want to save on some tackle. They might have, I think they have a few uh OG Slims in stock. At least last time I checked they did. Um so thanks for the reminder, Zeb. I updated that. It should be in the description, updated as well. Uh Gabe wants to know what and I was gonna ask you this too. What's what's on the, the plate for 2021, fishing wise, channel wise? What I think you had a video or a stream we did the goals, but maybe just give us some, some tidbits of what your big plans are.
1: I think you actually wrote it under me suck less. That's pretty much the plan. <laughs> well,
0: that's actually my catchphrase. Like, so I say this channel is all about helping you catch more bass and suck less.
1: So I like it.
0: Not just for you, but that's I, the, I thought it was
1: me. I thought it was put under me. So I, I should <laughs> suck less. <clears throat> um, no, I don't like, I don't have any big plans. You know, I'm not one of those guys who's going to roll out 10 different amazing things and they don't come true um i'm just i'm just steady plugging ahead with what i've been doing i never thought that i would get to where i'm at today so Mm -hmm. um like we kind of talked about earlier trying some new places out that i haven't fished for a few years um trying places that i've never fished Mm -hmm. um you know traveling maybe you know go up on like a friday night you know four or five hours away fish it for the day and come back um otherwise the same stuff man i'm a gear nerd i'm a tackle nerd so trying to get stuff when I can. One thing I'm going to do more of is supporting smaller companies. So just painting my own crankbaits, like knowing how much goes into this, I want to try to support more of, you know, the garage baits or, you know, local guys doing stuff. So I want to do a lot more of that. So okay, I like, like
0: yeah,
1: hundred <laughs> percent
0: guys like because, you know, these, right? Like, yep. I mean, like, <clears throat>
1: yep. I'm going to order some of those. Um, but yeah, there's so, there's so much talent out there and it's just fun to, to get different takes on, you know, what, what people make or, you know, a color scheme you've never seen before. You know, we're all kind of uh, attuned to going to tackle warehouse and put stuff in our cart, but, you know, helping those smaller guys out now I think is more important more than ever. So.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I definitely have aspirations to, to get out a little more in between tournaments and go meet some people and do some fun fishing, whether it's somebody like you or somebody, you know, like go to Wisconsin or get up to superior or like do some things and just, you know, collaborate. I really tried really hard to meet Gabe on my way back from Pickwick and it just didn't work out. And I actually tried to meet Bateman, but like Kevin's daughter got sick and I was like, well, it was like, Covid, and I was like, eh, I don't think I'm going to stay. <laughs> and then, like, and then I missed a turn in the middle of Illinois in the middle of the night, and I was like, Well, now I'm not going to backtrack an hour, game. I'm going to head home now. So, uh, but like, I definitely want to do more things like that because I think that's part of the fun is just extending the community and fishing with new people and for sure and sharing those experiences. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so we're not that far away. I mean, I,
1: I was just going to say that only being three hours away, we need to get something set up.
0: I was thinking like, so, so where you were at what is the closest pool of the mississippi river like what is the city or pool do you know
1: uh i don't like i don't fish a ton of them over by muscatine is the one me and my old man fish a lot Mm -hmm. that wouldn't be up your way though that's more
0: like straight east yeah yeah yeah
1: um
0: but like how far is the prairie machine from you
1: uh i want to say hour and a half maybe yeah Yeah. it's probably used to have like the cabela's there right i don't know if they still have it
0: it's probably like three hours for me to get to prairie but like really yeah
1: Minneapolis? Huh. Yeah.
0: So like lacrosse, like two and a half for you?
1: No, lacrosse is like a four hour drive.
0: Okay. Hmm.
1: All right. Three, Somewhere half, there. I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> is, I'm like, down, dude.
0: Like south of Rochester, north of you, there is that's like a vast wasteland. Yeah, there's a there's a ton actually. of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there's not. I don't it's get to explore
1: like- that. <laughs> well, I mean, there's are they not good lakes? Or because I know there's a bunch of like small lakes and stuff along the
0: way. I mean like southern Minnesota has lakes, but like I feel like northeast Iowa doesn't have a lot. <clears throat> maybe there's no. maybe the small ones. I guess I think of things in like where tournaments go, and that's like where my mind uh, is. That's not always yeah. correct, but like uh nice.
1: yeah, there's there's no big good tournament stuff in Iowa. We're we're not known for that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a few lakes, but yeah, I mean, there's a reason that almost all the big tournaments in Iowa go out of the river because, Yeah. Uh, so
1: yeah, for sure. Nice.
0: Cool. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, this has been <clears throat> cool. Um, I think I covered most things I want to ask you. <clears throat> I don't know. We don't need to go like a right. four hour marathon stream tonight. Um, it was great just... getting to know you. Um, I feel like I kind of know some people a little bit watching their stuff, but it's cool to kind of chat and, uh, get to know you a little bit
1: agreed yeah thanks for having me on man i appreciate a bunch
0: what's uh anything coming up in the short term like more ice fishing videos Are you doing some any, any any good tackle stuff like what's on the short list of things you gotta have a little bit of a content kind of what's coming up on debo's fishing
1: um catching up on gear reviews like i've my the problem is when you get in the the rut of fishing and i shouldn't say the rut of fishing but the the joy of fishing and like that's what i want to do is keep grinding and fishing while i can Mm -hmm. um you get behind on gear reviews and tackle stuff so like my downtime for winter i just i need to catch up on it you can see i've got a bunch of rods and stuff back there i need to get caught up on gear that i used last year reels rods all that stuff and there's just not enough time you know you can only make so many videos and and keep up with a full-time job and kids and and life in general so
0: yeah catching up way more time to edit than a gear video
1: Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. That's why unboxings are so nice. You just you get a box. I talk about sweet baits. You film it in, you know, an hour, hour to edit and done. You know, you go out yeah. fishing for eight hours and you've got to sift through eight hours of footage. You've got to put cuts in transitions. You know, you're talking like three hours to edit. People don't understand that. So,
0: this is, I think this is valid. Uh, so you're a big Hawkeye guy. Do you follow pro football at all?
1: I don't, but I seen uh, Werfs is uh, tearing it up. So I'm gonna have to go with uh, Tampa Bay.
0: Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay.
1: Yep.
0: I Funny think... stat,
1: because I think they were saying that was back when the playoffs were going on. There were more Iowa players in the playoffs than any other college. Hmm. Like active roster people. I think there was like nine or ten Hawks, so that's pretty cool. I don't watch NFL, though. so
0: Yeah. So I I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I think I'm going to kind of pull for Tampa Bay. How's that? Um I'm just I'm just glad the Packers aren't in it. So that's that's a win in my eyes as a Vikings fan. Um, you think there's a big gap between what fish see in lures and what people see? I do think there is. I don't know the science behind it, but in short, yes. Um,
1: a lot of lures are made to catch fishermen, not fish. That's for sure. Do
0: you use a wireless system? And if so, which one? I'm not sure what. Is that like mic that you're asking? Audio or what are you asking, Gabe? I'm not sure. I'll let him clarify. Uh are you going any are you going to look at proficiency rods?
1: I didn't know they had them at Walmart. I've heard of them but I haven't I haven't looked into his stuff. David Dudley's an interesting guy, super full of knowledge. I've watched a few of his videos. I was just telling Rich before I don't I honestly don't have enough time to watch YouTube at all. I feel like a jerk but
0: Yeah, Debo's fishing. If you search Debo, you will find his channel for sure. Um it says four four Iowa players in the
1: Super Bowl. Yeah, I was reading the article on Worfs. He's the he's the big one. Okay. I don't know who all who all else is on there. That's awesome. I didn't realize they had that many. <clears throat> I don't follow NFL, so I'm a big basketball guy.
0: Yeah. So the college are you put the pro basketball? Yeah, you said you like the is it like the pro, Wolves you're college or do you follow like all in general?
1: No, I'm a Bulls fan, uh, for sure, okay. but um, <clears throat> Wolves are fun to watch.
0: I suppose when you were growing up, like that was the easy one to like.
1: See, it's funny because I was never like a no. Jordan fan. I liked okay. the Bulls, but I was like, I was a Rodman guy. Um, I don't know why. I just I wanted to be that defiant, tough guy. You know, you you watched mm-hmm. him. And it was just like he's doing whatever we wanted out there, having the time of his life. Um, I was a Pacers fan back in the day too. I liked Reggie, Reggie Miller. Miller a lot. Yep, big Reggie Miller guy. <laughs> okay, here's a question: Did you have a Hornets starter jacket?
0: I did not. I never had a starter jacket.
1: Because, eh, maybe. Oh, you know. It's like I, think I, had a
0: black, I think I had a one of those, a Blackhawks starter jacket <laughs> at one time.
1: <clears throat> Every, it seemed like everybody had a Hornets jacket, and they weren't really Hornets fans, but, like, you always saw Hornets starter jacket. I
0: know that weird greenish-bluish-purple color was cool at some point. Yep. I never could get behind that. <laughs> I
1: didn't either. I didn't either. We had a bunch of Chicago fans, so it was all Bulls. We actually had, like, an old... I don't know, I would say old, but like in a starter outlet
0: mm-hmm. where I
1: grew up. So we always got like the cool stuff that was like three years old cool.
0: <laughs> Which is Iowa cool, right? Three years old. Right, exactly. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> for
1: sure. <laughs> Shimano Celis rod. Yeah, it's a solid stick. I like it. For a budget rod, absolutely. Um, that's, For example, that's one that people have been asking about a ton. I haven't <laughs> got around to doing a review. but What is the yeah, price of a Celis? Things. I don't even know. 49 bucks. Four hundred dollars Shimano
0: rod. Nice. Uh, I guess the Gophers have three. That makes sense. Yeah, because we have uh, well, there's two on Tampa Bay, right? Antoine Winfield Jr. and Tyler Johnson are both on Tampa Bay. Um, Chad says no way Mahomes beats Brady. I don't. Well, I think I get that, but the team <laughs> Casey has a strong team, so I don't. I don't think there's a zero chance. <laughs> uh, Gabe was saying wireless audio for shooting videos. I don't. Um, I mean up to this point I don't have any I actually just got an external mic for my GoPro 4 which I often use for my chesty that I'm going to dabble with um, but otherwise I feel like the chesty is strong for audio <laughs> in general but you don't okay. do anything special. Do you do any mics or do you do like anything?
1: I saw the the hero fours because of that mic input. are the best ones for that. So you do have
0: a little like you put a little external mic on that.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah, I just have the corded one with like the dead chinchilla microphone cover deal. Nice. It's crazy how much that blocks like wind.
0: Look at we got a Bateman cameo. Hey, Look at that.
1: The Bateman.
0: You missed a Bateman. We looked at a whole bunch of this this six cent stuff and talked about the Bateman code. So <clears throat>
1: Thanks for supporting our addiction, Bateman.
0: Yeah. Uh, might as well save a few dollars when you have an addiction, you know, it's not going away.
1: <laughs> somebody commented on one of my, my videos the other day. It said uh, my dad got me into fishing, so I wouldn't have money for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody else under it said, or have money for anything else. And I'm like, I yeah. second that nice. for sure.
0: So here, here's another color nomination for you.
1: Oh, Dude, I need to. If I do one like this and like a a Hornets Hornets starter jacket, oh my gosh. Done. Who is that? John Welsh. John, John, hit me up on Instagram. I'll get you one just for that idea. I'll paint two and send one to you.
0: Nice. Awesome. Cool. All right. Cool, brother. Um, Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, I appreciate it. So I'll, I mean, if for some reason you know about my channel and don't know about Debo's channel, there will be, I think there's a link already down below. Um, just a reminder that if you guys want to get in um, the uh, the drawings, right, leave a comment of some kind for next week and we'll do a drawing. Um, yeah, the snap mount is good. It does get a little clothing noise. Which is, Have you ever seen the snap mount? Mm. Sorry, I got disrailed. So... <clears throat> This is, so I don't use, like, a chesty strap. Oh. It's got this magnet mount. And then uh I have that's this like... lanyard that goes under my shirt. Like, I wear this around my neck. And then I, I can, like, just show you, right? Because I have a button up. But then I just, <laughs> like, it just, that's backwards. But, like, that just hangs off my neck. And then it just clips the magnet on there. Huh.
1: I've never heard of that. So no
0: bulky chest straps when it's 90 degrees outside. Now, with a T-shirt...
1: I was going to say, do you have problems a with a with like a hoodie,
0: yeah. there's enough weight in the material of the hoodie. Um, it's not great if, with just a sun shirt, but it's still better, I think. Than I don't know. So there's that. That'd be
1: really nice for ice fishing too, you know, on under your bibs,
0: for sure. Yeah, I haven't tried it with like real stuff. Oh, gosh, that was loud. Sorry for the people listening on uh, uh, podcast version of the. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Um yeah, enter the drawing, leave a comment if you hear about this on the podcast version. Uh so uh if you guys want to re-listen to this, don't want to watch the whole replay, <clears throat> there will be a podcast version, just search hella bass in your first your favorite podcast app. If you're hearing it then and you want to get into the drawing, migrate to Hella Bass on YouTube, leave a comment on this video. So those are how you can win those custom beta crankbait and those free jigs. Um thanks for coming, Debo. Uh anything else you want to cover? Shout out, anything?
1: No, man. Huge thanks to you for having me on. I'm, I'm honored to be on. have to get you on one of mine. I'm down.
0: Especially yeah, since you sure. do the
1: tournament stuff. I know we've got guys that ask those questions, and I don't I don't get into the tournament games. so I think we can pick your brain and be fun.
0: Yeah, awesome. So, cool. I think we're going to call it a wrap. As always, here to help you guys catch more bass and suck less. Oh, boy. Oh. It's only a kick.